Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wheel of What? gentlemen to yet another episode of the wheel of what this one we're going over chapter 23 23 yes that's the one wolf brother i'm i have this distinct feeling that one of your favorite characters has just entered into the uh entered into the story here ben um, actually, Perrin is one of my favorite characters. Perrin is, but what about what about the the OG oh, yeah. Yellow Eyes? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and in case anybody, oh, yes, didn't has know, always been one of my favorites. In case anybody didn't know, um, the one person that comes Elias. in is uh, Elias Machira, or Makira, however you'd like to say it. Um. Makara, Machera. His defining characteristic is yellow eyes. That and the fact he dresses in in wolves or not wolves, but um, animal skins. He's. Mm-hmm. I I you know I almost want to look at him as like a Davy Crockett. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, they describe his hat as a flat round hat made out of animal skins. His jacket is animal skins. His cloak is rabbit and squirrel. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, he's Davy Crockett in, in in a fantasy realm? I mean, that that's mm. at least appearance-wise. Yeah. Say, what is it? Say car? Say care? What? I've always been horrible at the old pun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it, people. <laughs> okay, so because I know words are hard. That, but this he actually doesn't come in right in the beginning of the chapter. Um, the chapter starts off with Perrin and Egwene starting their walk. There's no food to be had. They're like surviving off of roots and mushrooms um there's of course the ongoing argument between Egwene and Perrin of who's going to be writing and yes you will be writing Perrin or else I will make you know and yeah no um then Perrin discovers after the when they set up camp for the first night finds Egwene sitting there Staring strongly at the stack of sticks. I, I guess that would be a good way to describe it, you know, when you're when she's trying to use the one power, but nothing's happening. Um, <laughs> and then you have well, the. I mo here. I I think it has to do with the way you know, like with emotions and stuff like that. 
also, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, think about it. When you're first learning magic in any fantasy setting, you can't just use magic right away. I mean, no, you might pop off a shot here and there because your emotions were high. Right. And then it's an uncontrolled Repeat reaction after me. Repeat after me. Still agree. <laughs> yeah, we're old. And to, to use another another fantasy series, always vigilant. Okay, no, that's another one. Uh, <laughs> um, Expelliarmus. Draguna. <laughs> we we are entirely nerds. We are we are complete fantasy geeks and uh, in all respects of the word. Um You know we all love it. <laughs> the the turnaround though is that when he comes up and he sees her doing that, it freaks him out. Um because where he's from, little country bumpkin they think that the one power is associated with the dark one. So his first reaction, you got to promise me never to do that again. And her, and now Egwene has started her road down to Aes Sedaiism. And <laughs> now she's going, well, um, not, no. Yes and no. She's been notoriously stubborn from the get-go. But yeah, true. And that is a character trait in this case well yeah like she rolled a nat 20 on stubborn (laughs) um the but most women from that time would be complete pretty much stubborn it's their way or no way well no that especially from the two rivers just specifically from the two rivers there are stubborn a lot of people to begin with they are people well, that are used like to said, farming though, rocks, basically, and they make those true. rocks grow. But like I said, like I just stated, though, is, you know, especially when it comes to the matters of the house, mm-hmm. they're stubborn in that matter. Right. And and I guess the campsite is Did the house, explain? so she's going to do what she hmm. wants to do. Um, What were you saying, Ben? Yeah, okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Now... He he tries to get her to say that she won't do it again. Of course, she refuses to make that promise. The best she'll do is, I'm not going to try again today. That's that. That's not exactly giving any damn thing. Um. Now they go on their they go on their merry way. They're starving to death until they smell the fire. And of course, parents like okay, stay here. He does the chivalrous thing, which is the good gentlemanly southern, com- uh, you know, country. Country bumpkin. It's it's <laughs> the country southern thing. You you you're the big strong man. You go into the dangerous situation first. That's just what happens. Yeah, let me get my hatchet out there, and uh, we'll, we'll see how things go. <laughs> exactly. So he does as sneaky as he can possibly be, which. Apparently isn't very sneaky. Um, Wasn't quiet enough. <laughs> and then he he runs into, as we said, our 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 new character that's going to end up being in the story quite a bit, Elias Machera. Elias Machera is a strange one. 
He's a strange one. Perrin shows up to the camp. Mr. Grinch. Perrin shows up to the camp and he sees a blazing campfire with six rabbits just cooking there, smelling all tasty. Bat crackling, (laughs) dripping down, just (laughs) making your mouth all water. And he he hasn't even announced himself. And the guy's like, "Um, are you going to come out or not? You know, are, are you going to stand there all night staring at the tasty, tasty rabbit? I mean, I'm not going to eat it all myself. Um, Come on down, boy, with a, with a rabbit is fine. <laughs> no. And you want to invite the, that girlfriend of yours, you know? Exactly. And and so he he gets out there right away that he knows exactly where he is. He knows where he's been. He knows who he's been with to the point where... He knows that she's been running him like a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, he, he straight is like, yeah, she, yeah, she kind of pushes you around a little yeah. bit, don't she? You know, and, and it's oh, like, yeah. and, and so parents, it's like, you've been following us for two days. Well, most of it, and most of it, I'm just hearing you because the only one of you that doesn't make enough noise to be heard from five miles away is your horse. So... <laughs> I gotta say, um, the author did a wonderful job with characterizing some of the deep cuts that go towards various characters. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the 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 shade, the the shade throne, just (laughs) yeah. And and the reason why is because with where Perrin is from, you just know how to be sneaky. Like you don't eat mm-hmm. if you're not sneaky because you got to sneak up on the rabbits and rabbits in the woods and and that's how the boys bring home the bring home the food is they go out and with their sling and they they peg the rabbits in the woods. So why would you want to peg a rabbit though? They they use a sling so they peg it with a rock. But no. it's called yeah. D- you you dirty dirty oh, boy, your, dirty you, boy, you damn you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he he calls Egwene in, and they uh, they sit down. They eat like they're never they've never had a meal before in their life because well, tasty succulent rabbits been roasting slow roasting on a fire. Yeah, sounds like it might have been roasting it all day. I I I, I don't <laughs> know. Have, have you ever had rabbit, Ray? Yes, I actually have. You you haven't been? It's tasty. <laughs> a well cooked rabbit is really really tasty. Uh, when it comes to meat, hell, I'd even go so far as game. I'm I'm pretty vanilla. Like I'm not. I've had venison, oh. and it's just I haven't had enough to develop a taste. Right. I have not tried anything any fowl other than chicken or turkey. So uh, I don't know anything about quail duck or I, anything. I, I, I have I've had, had grilled snake, which is well, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had quail, which I'll tell you right now. It it's a it's just weird to me, because of my the way I I have a metallic taste. I t- a lot of things taste metallic to me, mm-hmm. but the quails it tasted weird to begin with for me. And if you've never had had anything but turkey and chicken, quail. You'll taste the gaminess to it, right? Right. If it's not prepared properly, right. 
Now, rabbit, I've had it two times in my life. Once when I was in Boy Scouts, where they made us skin the damn thing ourselves. Oh, sorry about that. No problem. They made us skin it, and then we barbecued it in a Dutch oven. That would be tasty as hell. Yeah, that does sound interesting. It was actually pretty interesting. I'm going to tell you, though, there's not a lot of meat on a rabbit. It took like 12 or 15 rabbits to make a stew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second time I had rabbit, the second time I had rabbit was by one of my mom's aunts when she made um, Hassenpfeffer. Hassenpfeffer. Okay. Which I thought, I actually thought Hassenpfeffer, when I was younger, before I heard the term, I always thought Hassenpfeffer just meant rabbit. It does, but it's also a type of meal. Mm. Awesome. Like the way it's prepared? Yeah, it has to do with the way it's prepared, but she did a barbecued Hassenpfeffer. Huh. Which I'll tell you what, well, I mean, that tasted a hell of a lot better than the goddamn stew we made. The um well, I'm sure you've you've heard the term spatchcock. It's been a while, but yeah. It's I mean it's a it's at the core it's like a butterfly chicken, but at the same time Spatchcock itself is a method of preparation. Yeah. There's more to it than just butterflying. Yeah. Unless right. I'm completely I mean, talking out of my ass. Well, at least we're wrong. not all traducking here, okay? <laughs> no, uh, probably the weirdest one I've had is I've, Sorry. E- I've eaten puffin. Yeah. And, and. Wow. Uh, don't you have to. Don't okay, those have just to go ahead and club that baby way. seal, why don't you? I was living in Iceland at the time. <laughs> Doesn't puffin have to be prepared a certain way because it's got if no? It's that's cut puffer wrong, fish. That's puffer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. And no, oh, puffin, puffin is okay. it, it's weird because and not fluffer either. The meat is purple, and it tastes fishy. As Ben and I both raise our eyebrows at him, what the heck? Yeah. It the meat is purple. It tastes what? It tastes fishy. Now, that makes sense. When you consider the primary diet of puffins, fish. So, mm-hmm. so could we make a purple? Here's the thing. Here's a quick question for you. So that means if we took puffin, turic root, and cabbage, <sighs> we could make a, a dish that's all purple? All purple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that would be So tough. would that be what? Poi Poi <laughs> puffin cabbage uh what's a bread be? Ooh. You you can have poi bread. Welcome there to the is. fantasy cooking channel, ladies and gentlemen. Where we will discuss <laughs> That would be a violently purple meal. I mean, and, and probably be absolutely disgusting. That would be a meal. <laughs> would that mean you'd be shitting purple? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be disgusting though, because I mean, think about it. If the the puffin itself is fishy, well, and see the thing and, is though, it's a lot of it, and because we're talking about something that's going to end up being a very Hawaiian esque meal <laughs> when you're talking about poi and things exactly. like that. Exactly. So it's going to be poi and something that has a fishy taste to it already. But exactly. in a little but, purple cabbage, aka slaw. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Purple slaw, yeah. I suppose. Dude, well, no, they would probably why. make some kind of a kimchi out of it. Uh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah. 
<laughs> I like the last time any of you all had kimchi. Throw some red onions on there for that purple and white coloring. Now, now that we've completely gone overboard on on the weird meats of the world that we've eaten, you well, know, tongue. Well, and like, like I that. said, like I said, Greg, welcome to the Fantasy Cooking Channel. Uh, I mean, right, let's, let's right. get back to our scheduled program. We, we may have to come up with and it's make cool. some kind of a post someplace where we where we go over like uh, recipes from from the book. Um, oh, that'll be awesome. Oh, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, they have ones I for. Found, like, I found some in there that I already want to look into. <laughs> there, there is. There's already think, one for like Harry Potter and stuff like that, where where people have gone over and. I made, don't think there's an official make... Wheel of Time cookbook. Are you talking about how to make butterbeer? <laughs> yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin juice, butterbeer, and yeah, there's a whole bunch more. Um, no, but uh, there's a there's a blog somewhere. I think it's called. I'll have to look it up anyway, but yeah, it's it's got recipes from Randland. Oh, nice. Um, but no one's done an official cookbook, but I bet you after season two, they will. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now what happens after they have their meal? Because of course that's eaten in silence since they are eating way too fast and shoveling food in their mouth because, well, they are just too damn hungry to be. Oh yeah, that's nice right. They're still it. in the woods. Yeah, they're still in the <laughs> See, woods. Yes. Um, <laughs> here we've gone to Iceland and Hawaii and back, <laughs> and back to the story. Um, you have, that's when, um, uh, the kind, oh God, that, there, there's Elias asks, asks for their story. And of course, because they want to keep people safe and they don't want anybody to know their business. They had spent the past week freaking concocting some kind of story. They tell it nice. That he completely calls them out on. He completely calls them out he on it. He does call and, them out on their bullshit. And the funny bullshit. part is, is he that really does. before that story is told, we have sort of like a, uh, oh dear lord, what the hell moment. Um, And that's when he says, my friends are coming. Now I don't know about you. I, I I've I've been to a couple of zoos that had wolves. They are intimidating. Okay, think of it this way: you'll have the, it's not the one in front of you you got to worry about. It's not the one behind right. you you got to worry about. It's the ones from the left and the right. Uh, <laughs> clever girls. Hey. And. <laughs> the 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 thing is though is that they came in and now you have um I think it was four extra what what you had Dapple and Burn and Hopper and who was Hopper the, man Hopper's Hopper's mm. the boy um Hopper Hopper's my boy. And and there was one more that came in. Um, Isn't that one the cagey one? I think so. Burn was the one that had the attitude. Um, but the the conversation goes on with them all sitting by the fire with three wolves, and then there's wolves. All around them. 
all hidden in the woods. And so they tell this concocted story. And uh, Elias just basically is like, um, it's a great story, but uh, not a single drip of it is true. Like I said, it was like we all said. He called them out on their bullshit. Like completely called them out. Like not just in the most ruthless, <laughs> like tell a liar like that yep. again and I'm just going to let them eat you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> because burn it. What, what, what was the, the uh, description he used? It's fatter than most of the deers they've seen in the past couple of months. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you, if you want to get intimidating, there you go. Uh, <laughs> then, so, you know, of course, um, Perrin and, and Egwene, they do the silent conversation looking at each other and say, screw it. You know, they tell them the whole truth. But the end result is, is that Elias decides to help them. And that, yay. Our people are going to have, you know, the plot continues. Our people are going to go. The extra plot point. Well, in that, hold on, hold on, back up here. Before you get anywhere with the extra plot point, you got to remember that when he called him out and the wolves were approaching and then backed off when they actually started to tell everything, I think it was Perrin that asked, um, oh, I can't say his damn name. Elias. The Elias. Yeah, Elias. That um, was that the one power he used, right, to right. communicate with the wolves, and and, and yeah, that was and immediately you're, you're... vehemently denied. Like, no, it's not the one power. It's um, older than that. It's older than the eyes to die, is what he says. Older than and that, that's yes. what I wanted to bring up as well. Is and this is probably the subplot that Greg was about to get to. Yes. There are a few things, and this is not a spoiler, but there are a few things in this story uh, that speak of things that predate history, and I would love to just go and deep dive into these older things. And it's it's kind of like you, you get this Children of the Forest from uh, Game of Thrones concept. You've got this, there is stuff... Wow, the dog wanted to join us. Okay. <laughs> you, there there are forces uh, at play that are, again, older than time in memoriam, but right. not really fleshed out. Yet. And Yet. The thing is, is that the, the, you, the, the wolf yeah. thing, the wolf thing gets pretty fucking fleshy. It hey, gets pretty hey. fleshed out. Hold um, on here. You just basically, before I could even take my guess, you freaking just did, damn you. No, 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 because <laughs> in this chapter, it's brought up that the wolves basically tell Elias, Perrin can talk to us too. And that's the thing. The wolves outright say, Perrin can talk to us too. Hence the term wolf brother and Perrin of course no we can't uh uh no way but because he thinks it's uh, it's something to do with the dark one exactly even though 
they've explained. Even though they've explained in no uncertain terms that the wolves absolutely detest anything to do with the Dark One, the Eyeless, the Trollocs, the, the, yeah, no. The Shadow Spawn. They will hunt them ruthlessly, even to the cost of their own lives. Um, now, we get a little hint of Perrin actually doing it when he, like, gets the feeling of where the wolves are around him. And he gets, like, a something. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's just a something off that, of Hopper. Is it that uh, pit in your Dude, I swear the first thing? time I read this, if yeah. Inglorious Bastards had come out at that time, I would be that German officer sitting there going, Ooh, that's a bingo! <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it would... It, it, what I was kind of gathering with Perrin is that he had like this pit in his stomach feeling. And because of that, like I mentioned earlier, emotions control certain can control your magic in a certain way. Well, see, you know what he's doing isn't magic. No, it's not magic, but I'm saying though, even something like a telepathy, your emotions, if you let them run wild, I mean, anxiety, stuff like that, you start it, it, it can kick on certain things that you never realized I can see that. before. I can see that as being the deus ex, deus ex machina as, as into what kicks in either one power or ancient whatnot. I can yeah, see where you're coming you with that. Yeah. 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 But you're that wrong. Was, <laughs> I might be wrong, but at the same time, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying it's this universe. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying an in general fantasy thing, okay? Right. No, no. And Oh, and, I know. I'm just picking on you. <laughs> and there is yeah. so much there is so much there there's a few other things that are that pop up that are um old 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 in the in the story as the story goes because <laughs> As they as they did in the prologue, you know, it, it's let me it, go don my big hat. Yeah, a, as they were saying in the prologue, you know, the the wheel has has wove us together in this battle a million times a million. You know, it, it's like this happens over and over and over and over again, and the same people are reborn into the world to fight the same battle until the until the battle changes. So. That's that's where we're sitting with this. So now you have Perrin, who apparently can talk to wolves, although hasn't figured it out or, or is still denying it, is trying to make sure Egwene doesn't use the one power, even though good luck with that shit. Um, you have a new character, Elias, who he can talk to wolves and his friends are wolves and He's kind of strange because, well, people. He doesn't do people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in, right? In, in the same way that, you know, mm. wolves don't do people. And that, that's a simple, that's the simple point of it. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Like what, what else would you bring in, Ray? Um, I do know that they kind of discussed routes a little bit. Um, like the spine. Oh of, yeah. What was it? Oh spine god. Of uh, 
Hold on. How they're up. like a hundred miles off course. Yeah, spine <laughs> of the world. That's that's what I was thinking. Right. Isn't that like the? It's like a vast mountain range or something like that. Right. No, the spine of the world is like the largest mountain range, at least that they know of. Um, and they bring up, um, uh, oh, they bring up the waste and mm-hmm. the um. Oh God, uh, Mike, and and this is bad because I've I've used this word before. Aiel. The Aiel, yeah, the Aiel waste, and the fact that the Aiel waste don't like people, like anybody that's not Aiel. But they also brought up the fact of the final goal that they're trying to get to to talk to. Um, I'm probably gonna screw this up. The Amarillan seat. Amarillan seat. I've never been able to pronounce that. The Amarillan seat. What? 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 What's... Well, yeah, I keep I, I keep wanting to call it a Merlin seat or Amaretto seat. I mean, <laughs> the spelling is just it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, they they bring up that that's basically that one of their main their main goal is to get down. To Tel Avar, Tel Aviv, whatever the hell, Tar, whatever. <laughs> Tel Avar, Tel Aviv. <laughs> Tar Volen. And oh, God. The yeah, I heard Thief. Tel Aviv in that one, too. <laughs> um, We're going to Tel Aviv to, to meet with the Amaretto seat. <laughs> That's going to be a wild night oh, of drinking howdy. that we're probably not going to remember. Um, oh, wow. And, and Wait, you remember your night? Sorry. <laughs> Now they're going to be doing that right? that trip. Um, going to Tarvalin is their last resort. Like they don't want to do that alone without Moraine, because, well, the Amarillin seat that's um, Queens. That's like the head, the head. I, 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 uh, uh, yeah. Queens bow to the Amarillin seat. So it's like the female pope. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if the Amarillin seat says, if just going, not everybody can just go up to the Amarillin seat and demand an audience. Like, that's that person that, that you better be somebody if you want an audience with the Amarillin seat. Like, really be somebody. And Perrin and Egwene are nobody. Far from it. <laughs> Perrin and Egwene are absolutely nobody. Um, so yeah, that that's their goal. Um, is there anything from this chapter that you would want to bring up in particular, Ben? Don't think too hard. No, it's it's the wolves, man. <laughs> I, it, it, it it's all they about really the bring wolves the room to together. Yeah, it's all about the wolves for you. And, and all about the wolves. Now, we brought up in the last chapter, though, how the horse didn't really care for a parent. Yeah. That kind of makes sense now. How do horses react to wolves? They run, usually. Exactly. Horses just don't like parent. That means the horse is not a horse, of course. Oh, yeah, no, we're not. We're, we're not going to have that song going on here. Bad jokes. We're, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Popped and... in my head. I didn't mean it. 
I'm looking through here and and yeah, other than we know who the um the what the wolf's name is that runs the uh the pack. That's Dapple. Um we know that the conversations with the wolves aren't exactly words. It's like a combination of imagery and feelings. Yeah, Elias did have to explain that. Like, and, and like Dapple's name was something like the way the the light shines through on a lake on a cold, frosty morning on near dusk at at while the mist is still evaporating from the. And, and, like, it was this long, drawn-out description. Very, very detailed. I thought that was really kind of cool, the way they he came up with that. Yeah, and and then he came up with that, and then and he was like, and that's the closest I can come. It's still not exactly right, so dabble. <laughs> 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 when all else else, yeah. dabble. And, um, and <laughs> did, did he explain Hopper's name in this one? No, we have not gotten the explanation okay. for Hopper okay. yet. Hopper? No, okay. I know. I heard about burn, right? Burn because Boy. because he was burned by a trolloc, or was it was a half man or something like that? Um, yeah, because Doppel resumed her seat. Well, yeah, no, she did because <laughs> when when Doppel stands up and tells the rest of the rest of the wolves to Dapple. sit down and shut up, they sit down and shut up, or they face her wrath. She happens to be the uh the Omega. Yeah. She, she's, no, the alpha. She's the alpha. Uh, well, she's the alpha wolf. Sorry, I, I don't know why I was thinking. Well, hey, I knew she was one of the top ones, okay? Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I think that actually kind of covers this chapter. We, we've got the wolf brothers, both Perrin and Elias now. The wolves, of which we know the names of three. Um... Or there's a fourth one, which I don't remember, and I'm sure we'll discover later. Um, we've, we've knocked down that they were way off course, and Elias is going to help them get back in, back to civilization. You look like you're ready to say something. Oh, uh, real quick, Ben, to answer your question, Hopper was mentioned. He was the third. No, no one Hopper was mentioned. Mentioned, no, he was mentioned but, but how how he got his name was not. No, yeah, how he got his name wasn't mentioned, right. Though. Right. So, anyways, we're gonna go ahead and call this chapter a done deal. That was chapter twenty three. Now, uh, in a couple of weeks, we are going to be coming back with chapter twenty four, a flight. Down the RNL. That leads me to think that we're actually going to be going back to Rand, Matt, and Tom. But thanks again for listening, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wheel of What. Make sure to check me out on the Squirrel Tangent, my other podcast that's on every service that you can need. Ray on his, that's the Raven's Nest channel, on all, also all the major podcast providers. Aloha, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just couch surfing, y'all. Haha. <laughs>